everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Engage to Flourish podcast. This is Damon. I got Brett with me, and we have a very, very special episode today. We have some very special guests. We have all of the eyes with us. We have Garrett, Ashley, Grant, and Gavin here. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. you. It's a family party. So we brought in all the Ka'ais to come on and share a little bit about the YWAM trip that our Magnetic Youth Group just recently went on. Uh, We heard some amazing stories, but we want to hear it directly from their mouths. So I wanted to kick it off by talking to Garrett. Hey, Garrett. So um, how was the YWAM trip for you? Oh, man, it was great. Every day, man, it was something new. Um, A lot of things happened. Um, we did a lot of evangelizing. Like that was obviously the main um, mission of the mission. So we did a lot of stuff like going door to door. We went out to downtown Salem a lot to just talk to people, to evangelize, to see uh, where the Lord would lead us. Um, a lot of good things happened. So, okay. So you did a lot of evangelizing and things like door to door or evangelizing to people around town. Like what was the preparation and the training for that like for you? Well, for me, um, I was ready in the prep. We've been prepping since, oh, it's been a long time. I don't even know, like at least like March. Uh, we were doing trainings and getting ready. Um, and something that the Lord was kind of showing me was that that I could do this. Um, I had never, I had done evangelizing before, but not in this way of like completely random people. Like I had done it at school before, so I kind of knew like who I was talking to. But with this, it was it was different. Uh, but God was kind of showing me that that I have been prepared for this, not just in the trainings, but in my whole life. Mm. Um, there's been a lot of, like, I'm I'm not the most outgoing person, but I'm definitely not shy. And something that the Lord was showing me is that I could strike up a conversation, even though I felt like that would be kind of the hardest part for me. Mm. Oh, I had something I was going to say, and then I totally forgot. Oh, actually, so we are in a season as a church of talking about facing our giants. And for a lot of people, evangelism seems like a big giant for them to, you know, when they think about evangelizing, sharing the gospel with people, that seems like a big giant. So for you, one of the things that you felt like the Lord showed you during this prep process was something that this is something that you can do. Um, What would you say to someone that feels like evangelism or sharing the gospel can be a big giant for them? Um, I would say that it is about you, but it's more about your yes to God. Because mm-hmm. with me, one of the things I was worried about was if I would have enough head knowledge to like make a case for Jesus. Um, but we we um, when we did door to door, we came across this guy. Uh, it was me, Mimi, and Matt. Um, and he was just like raking leaves in his yard, and we were like, "Oh, can we pray for you?" And he just said he said no. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as we're leaving, we say, "Okay, God bless." And he's like, to that he said no. We said God bless and he said no as if you know, he's rejecting God. <laughs> and then he he like went off on us about how like, you know, what we're doing is wrong and how, you know, we are we are wrong in believing in Jesus. Um, and we just let him talk. Um, and as I was listening to what he was saying, I felt like what the Lord was showing me was that if I were to get into a debate with this guy, I could hang with him. Um, and not because like I'm so smart or anything, but there are truths that we all know, you know, going to church and just knowing Jesus. And, you know, I feel like the Lord has blessed me enough that, you know, I've been able to, you know, be in my word and have some sort of knowledge. Um, and I definitely discredited myself hearing what he was saying. 
uh, the Lord is kind of showing me I should have given myself more credit for what I knew. Um, cause there are things that he said that I knew just weren't true. Um, from like a spiritual standpoint and also like just a factual standpoint. Mm. Um, there's, it's scary to go out there and wonder, do, can I do it right? Do I know enough? Um, but the Lord really takes care of us. Um, he blesses us with knowledge. He might bless us in the moment of something we didn't know, but then we got to step out in faith. Um, but I would say to give for each of you listening to give yourself credit for what you do know, um, because you know a lot more than you would think, uh, because I really did find that out for myself. Wow. That, that's an awesome encouragement and awesome story. And just your willingness to say yes to God and how he can highlight things in the moment for you. Mm-hmm. Cause I do feel like that's a big, um, issue for a lot of people is that they think, Oh, I don't know enough to convince someone, but God is big enough. God is big enough. So yeah, thanks for sharing. I had a question. How did you deal with, whether it's the nerves of, you know, knocking on someone's door and then you're in a different state and you don't know what, I mean, you don't know who you're going to come in contact with. And then even coming in contact with a guy like that and him kind of even denying you just saying, God, you know, bless you. Um, how do you feel? Cause you know, there's the next house down that you're going to do it to. Like, how does that play into either your, um, mental, emotional psyche of like, okay, I'm going to keep trying to evangelize, but you're just getting these people that are you know, either arguing with you or just trying to shut you down. Like, what does that do to you? Even in the midst of like, okay, I'm going to get myself pumped up and okay, God, I know you want me to do this. And then you, you kind of face rejection. How, how, how did you guys deal with that? And, um, how, cause if that was the most of the trip, how do you continue to, to keep going each day, even though there, there's, um, rejection or people kind of even opposing you? Well, after that happened, I was kind of just like, well, I can't get much worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you can even ask Mimi and Matt after we talked to that guy, I was, I was excited because I was like, mm. oh, man, that was great. Even though, like, he totally, like, had a closed-off heart. Mm. You're still able to plant seeds and talk to him. We even We prayed for him, like, not with him, but when we left. Um, it was after that I was, I was excited because I was like, you know, this was a no, but, like, what if the next house is a yes? Mm. What if the next house we get to pray? And just the thought of yeah, what, if, what if we help someone come to Jesus? like really like accept the Lord because mm. um, we know what his love is like, right? And so how can we not get excited when thinking of the possibility that someone would come to that? Um, we had someone that like, yeah, I was completely closed off, but you know, that's one extreme. And there might be another extreme of someone who's super ready and all we need to do is knock and then they come to the Lord. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, a part of it was definitely, okay, well, the, the hard part's over. Like if we come to that again, at least we've done it before. <laughs> But there's also excitement for what's to come. Awesome, Garrett. Awesome. So we also have the other guys here with us. So we'd want to hear from them too. Uh, one of the stories that I have heard multiple times from different people is a pretty amazing one that has brought chills to people. So we wanted to hear it directly from the man himself. Grant, we heard you had a great story about you know something that tied to the training as well as on the trip. So can you share a little bit about what this amazing story happened? Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I told this story a million times. but um, <laughs> It's because it's that good. It's, <laughs> it's so good. So I think in late April, 
or somewhere around there, we had a training with Tim and Stefano, and we had this activity where we prayed for descriptions of people that we would meet in YWAM. And I got a picture of um, a girl in a green blouse, and she was searching for something, and I felt that her name was Grace. So we wrote that all down, and months later we went to YWAM, and I think it was Thursday morning we had intercession. And this is where we would like pray for people um, going on uh, evangelism trips. One of them was to Brazil. And after um, we after we introduced ourselves, um, there was this girl. Her name was Grace, uh, and she had a green blouse on. She walked up to our group, and um, I remember the picture I got uh, back in April. And so I prayed for her, and after intercession. Uh, she pulled me aside, and she was like, um, everything about like searching and scavenging for something was true and during that time, and it had to do with a person named Grant, so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so I was receiving that in April, and she was also going through that stuff in April, so, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so when you heard that, when she said had to do with someone named Grant. How how did you feel when that happened? I was just in shock. Like, uh, during the activity, I was, I was kind of doubtful. Like, um, I didn't think it w- I was going to meet these people. So I was just really shocked. Shout out to S- Steph and Tim for doing this activity. I know that mm-hmm. that story is so cool because it's like on, on one hand, even in, in Grant's doubt, you know, he was obedient in writing that down and remembering that. And then for Grace, she's somewhere else that doesn't even know that training or what's going on. And, and she's obedient in hearing Grant. And then YWAM meets and it's so crazy. I know. Who would have thought you have to go all the way to Salem, Oregon for this kind of prophetic word to come true. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. How did you feel about in terms of like your relationship with the Lord? Do you feel like that experience changed anything for you? Do you feel like... There was something new that he highlighted. How was that for you? Um, I think I was learning that God is really creative in the way he shows people mm. or shows himself to people. And I think I could learn a lot from like, there's still miracles that still happen today and it's not just in the Bible. So for you, it felt you felt like your uh, understanding of God and how big God is really grew on yeah. through this experience. That's That's really cool. No, I, I just, I mean, I can't imagine even in, in your training, I'm trying to picture myself sitting there and you're like, all right, green blouse and a yeah. girl named Grace. Like. And so I'm even, I'm even wanting to ask you, when a girl that walks up with a green blouse comes, does, do you, does it automatically click in your head like, oh, like that's it? Or are you more like, I'm not sure if, this is exactly what it's supposed to be? Or was there something like in your spirit, in your heart where you knew like, oh no, that was exactly what God had planned? Or was there more of like a a searching and like, okay, let's see if this is actually a real thing? Um, I think honestly, I forgot about that moment um, mm. when I was writing it down until like we were introducing ourselves and her Bible said grace on it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
Yeah, that that that's a pretty amazing story. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share about the trip for you that stood out or was highlighted? Um, I think going into the trip, I was really nervous. Um, I think I said yes because I felt like I should step out of my comfort zone mm. and talk to strangers. Um, and I think the first day on our outreach, um, it really kick-started um, just how the trip was going to be because I think me, Gavin, and Josiah were in a group, and we were on the streets of downtown Salem, and we came across this guy um, who was, like, kind of accusing of us, like, of sharing our faith, and he was, like, accusing us of being Mormons, and, like, um, he was saying, like, we shouldn't be out here, and we should have a weapon on us because it's dangerous out here. Um, and I think... Uh, that really um, showed me that, like, there's a lot of, like, broken people out there and, like, we should minister to them. And I think it grew my heart for evangelism because um, just, like, helping people like him. Because um, he said he was a Christian, but I felt like um, there's just a weird feeling in my chest, like, something was off. Mm. Um, and I think just, like, talking to people like him... Um, yeah, it really grew my heart for evangelism and helped me feel more comfortable evangelizing to people later in the trip. Wow, your perspective is so... Mature. Uh, yeah, because I think for a lot of people, having an experience like that would really scare them away. But for mm -hmm. both you and then for what Garrett shared earlier, it just seems like those experiences have actually done the opposite and grown your love for evangelism or your heart for people and stuff. So that's, that's a really... Um, different perspective so mm -hmm. just uh, you know kudos to you guys for being open to the lord and having him shape your perspectives because that's really just uh, uh the way that he sees those people too and it's not not that you know he doesn't want to reach out to it's like he that shows how much his heart is even more for them mm -hmm. so you know really yeah like kind of like brett said just a mature perspective so yeah and and i i think i want to tell you to Hang on to that um, gained confidence and and um, that faith that you had to listen to the Lord in receiving that that picture or the or the person. You know, I think there's even I mean myself included, a bunch of adults. You know, we 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 often question like, do I hear from the Lord? I don't know if I hear from the Lord. I wish the Lord would give me stuff. And so I think. You know, whenever you're in a time of doubt or um, you have question, I think it's awesome that you can look back on, like, that was so clear that, and something so far-fetched that God, you know, orchestrated that I think um, something for you to hold on to because, you know, I, as, as much as you were nervous or you had doubts, like, God you know, showed up and, and you were able to experience that so clearly. And so, um, I, I would just encourage you to hold on to that because that, that's something that's super amazing. And, and there's people that, you know, are, are yearning to experience that. And so, you know, even though you've told the story a million times, I, that was my second time or third time hearing it and I still got chills, but, um, I, I just want you to hold on to knowing that like you hear God, right. And, and even in those doubts and, and times where you may, be like, I'm not sure. It's like, you can look back and say, no, like 
he introduced me to a stranger before I even met her and, and I actually got to meet who she actually was. And so, um, super encouraged and, and it's so awesome to hear your story and yeah, how mature your perspective is on it. So yeah, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Thank, thanks Grant. Okay. Ashley, we want to move on to you. So how was the trip for you? And was there anything that God really highlighted to you personally, uh, while you were on the trip? Um, so the trip was fun for me and I wasn't expecting that, um, especially going into it being like nervous to share the gospel. Um, and like, yeah, just getting out of my comfort zone. And I think that with the door to door, um, it really like showed me that evangelism or like praying for people can be fun. And, um, I think that that just comes with, um, like stepping out and stepping out in faith. Um, and I think that I also got to experience that with the other girls, um, from the other church from Toledo, Washington. Um, I think that God can move in like, like unexpected ways. Um, going into the trip, we like expected to be mostly like mainly evangelizing to like other people's on the street. Um, but I think that it was also special, um, like sharing the Lord with the other church. Mm. Um, cause I know that. Um, I learned this later in the trip when I was talking to, like, Micah. I pr- um, I think that I learned that the other church, like, they go to, they all go to different churches, but, like, um, they, they don't have, like, like, they don't, like, really, like, pray for each other, like, because I'm at Catalyst, we're, like, like, a family, and it's, like, we pray for each other, and that's, like, what we're used to, but um, um, the other girls were sharing with Micah and Sydney that, like, they don't really get prayed for for and I think that that was like um it was like kind of like burdensome to like hear that Mm -hmm. um and I think that during the trip we were able to minister to them and like pray for them and allow them to experience the Lord in different ways and so yeah I think that was special for me yeah I think that's really um awesome how you guys are able to bring the things that you know, Jerry has cultivated with Magnetic and the things that we've cultivated as a church at Catalyst, that kind of family feel and really being able to experience the Lord and not just like our head knowledge, but in our experience and being able to do things that, like pray for people. And that's a normal experience. And You guys are still able to take that out to the different places that you go and people can recognize, even, pe- even other Christians and other churchgoers can recognize that there's something um, that, that you guys carry and that as a church, we can bring and kind of evangelize to other Christians too, that there's something more and and something good that God has for them. Yeah. I I think that's awesome perspective too. And you are a representative of catalyst, but you know, even greater than that, you being a representative of a sister in Christ to other, other believers and how much more are they going to be able to be blessed because yeah, they're receiving prayer or encouragement from their, you know, family where maybe they were lacking in that before. And so I, I think it's so awesome that you carried the heart of, of what you know and, and who you know God to be and, and our church and like, you're just doing it, you know, like, I think that's a huge mission of our church, right? To experience all that God has created and called you to be like, you're out there doing it, whether it's stepping out of your comfort zone and, and, and evangelizing or it's loving on your other brothers and sisters. Like that's what it's about is, is taking what we know and and living it out. And so, um, huge props to you for doing that in, in 
whichever facet of the trip it was. I, I, I'm, that's, that's a huge encouragement to, to hear and see that. No, like our, our magnetic is kicking butt. They're out there doing it. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what all the, the listeners are going to really get from this episode is just seeing that, you know, you guys are doing an amazing thing out there and you guys are willing to step out of your comfort zones. And that's such an encouragement to our church that, you know, some of us adults need need some of that encouragement too. Um, Ash, was there any experience on the evangelistic side that really stood out to you, whether it was sharing with someone on the street or going door to door? Was there anything that, you know, happened that was like, really, this is a God moment or anything like that for you? Um, I think that, so if, during the door to door, um, I was with Sean and Kayla um, and... Um, to start off, like the door to door, we got a lot of no's and like we we got a lot of like no answers from the door, and I think that that was like disappointing for me because it was like our first um, like evangelistic activity, um, and I think that that was like it was like disappointing. And then um, Sean, we saw like um, someone washing their car. And um, they were, like, not on the route that we were going to take, but Sean was like, I think we should go over there um, and pray for them. And so we did, and um, Sean led us to them, and um, we got to talk with them, and they, we learned that they were Christians. Um, and so that we got to bless them by praying for them, and they also got to bless us um, by um, starting it off with um, just, like, the grace of God I think that it was special seeing that how like God saw us and our disappointment and in our worries and he provided people that would encourage us in that time. Mm. Um, and so the rest of the day um, going into the door to doors, I feel like I was more encouraged and like I had a more positive heart um, going into it. And Yeah. So that experience really helped you to have a sense that really God was able to see you and see some of the ways mm -hmm. that you were disappointed at the beginning. But uh, because you guys were willing to go off course a little bit mm -hmm. to the person that God was highlighting, that it really encouraged your faith and helped you to feel like God was able to see you the whole time. Yeah. That's cool. No, that, I mean, yeah, I could, I could listen to all these stories I uh, I, on repeat and just, it, it's amazing. It's really encouraging and I think it's cool that you even got to connect and, and kind of share in that moment with another person that, you know, believes in the same God. And, and it's cool that they were willing to encourage you guys as well, instead of just like them just receiving, but in the midst of maybe disappointment, you know, getting that extra boost of encouragement, I'm sure it goes a long way. So, I mean, yeah, keep, keep going with the stories. All right. Time to move on to our next one. So, uh, Gavin, we're excited to have you on. And when we were prepping, uh, as we were talking about what we we're going to be sharing about, said, oh, you know, think of one or two stories that God highlighted to you about the trip. And right away, you're like, I got I got mine. I got mine. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're excited to hear. <laughs> Can you share some of the stories uh, that God highlighted to you on the trip? Um, So, you know, going into the trip, um, I was totally in like the place like I'm going to, you know, give out. I'm going to give out like fully. Mm. but I didn't really like think that I could receive because I was like evangelism, like, man, I'm going to pour out on the people. But, you know, going in, like 
we so we had prayer pal groups we were which are like like um a small group of like debrief and we just talk with each other so mine was with auntie marcy sam and evan mm. and i think on the first day um i received this word of surrender and i was like man what am i gonna do with that and then um, we debriefed about it and all like evan and sam both got the same word and then you know we were just like oh man we're gonna surrender right um and it was kind of like a hard time because i was like doubting like oh am i hearing from god am i gonna you know really change people's lives or anything like that and you know just surrender was like so like clear um and on the f- second night or like first night we had worship and you know it was like i surrender that song mm. um so we you know i was like i gotta surrender i gotta go on my knees and i gotta fully surrender to god um but i think it was hard for me to do that i don't know why um i couldn't like really fully um surrender mm. and the next morning we had a debrief and evan and sam felt the same way um and you know that was cool like oh man they god brought us together as a group and we're surrendering as a group to god and the next night there was worship and there was another song it was the same song so we're like man let's do it right now and just like surrendering with the whole group um just like all our worries like everything that goes along with evangelism um surrendering that to god because you know he knows what we're feeling he knows you know what's happening so i think like yeah like he brought us together as a group by you know just like being fully open um and that was like so cool because you know i didn't like feel like i was gonna receive that trip but man i received so much from that Mm. and i think from there like i was so ready because i felt like oh man god is so good and you know his surrender thing i think it really prepared me like okay um I received so much now let's go let's go evangelize let's go do it so yeah so at the beginning you felt like i'm gonna go give out but you didn't realize that god had more to put into you so that you could even give out even more yeah yeah wow that's that's really cool and i think you know one of the things that you highlighted in terms of your um, journey through the surrender was that you know for you it was hard to do it on your own but then when you're surrounded by other people that were in the same spot and you were able to do it together, it made that process easier. Yeah. Yeah. It made it way easier. Like, cause I know like we're going through like the same thing. Um, we all want to surrender and Sam, like he came up to us. He's like, Hey guys, I think we should do it now. Mm-hmm. And we went up as a group, went on our knees and just worshiped and just surrendered everything. Um, so yeah, I think we prayed for each other and yeah, it was just like a good time of like, okay, this is my group. We could, you know, be open with each other, be vulnerable. Um, yeah, and just do it together. You don't have to do it alone. So yeah, that's so cool. I I I can just picture it, and and that's a powerful picture because even hearing you share how the first time that that song played, it's probably like you connect the dots, but you're like, I st- it's still hard for me, right? And and you know, you could have easily had the mentality of like, oh, I missed my opportunity or why did I not do it? Or, But then having the song play again, you're just like, okay, God, you really see me. And, and, and you know, for you too, it's like you're clearly, you, you receiving that word is a clear, um, 
piece of communication between you and God and really him putting that on your heart and, and then having it played for a second time and being able to do it with your group. That's such a powerful image of coming together, of being obedient as a family, as a group that, you know, you guys are in this together. And then it's so cool. I, I, I like your mentality of like, you have the heart to pour out to others. Right. And, um, I, I think that's something that's special and, you know, God's going to want you to be full or overflowing so that you can pour out. And so it's cool that you are able to receive that because that too is going to go a long way, especially, um, you know, whether you're at school on campus or you're with other friends or even meeting with strangers, the more that you're filled and the more that you have God in you, the more you're able to give out. And so, um, yeah, that, that's a, that's a powerful picture. So Kev, was there any time during the evangelism, you know, you said you're, you were ready to just go all out and give all out. Is there anything that really stood out to you during the time that you were sharing with others, uh, your faith? Um, so on our last evangelism activity, um, I think they shared about it. It was like a treasure hunt. So we prayed about it and like for descriptions of people like on the street mm-hmm. and it was so spirit led. Um, and I, I was in a group with Sean and Matt and you know, immediately right off the bat, like, you're like, okay, I feel like we're supposed to go this way. And we all felt that. So we were just going, we were just walking. And you know how, like, in the intersection, like, it says, like, oh, stop, and then to walk? Mm-hmm. Like, when we, like, I think, like, more than, like, five times, like, we got there, and it said to walk this way. And we're like, okay, so I guess we're going this way. Um, And eventually we got to this Ross. So we're like, Sean was like, man, I think we should go in there. I was like, yeah, I think so, too. We went in there, and we walked around for, like, five minutes, and we're like, okay, what are we doing? And, you know, I walked by this cashier, and I was like, my heart, like, had, like, a big, like, pressure on it. And I was like, okay, I think I know why we're here. Um, So I was like, Sean, like, I think we should go pray for the cashier. He was like, okay, let's go do it then. And, you know, I was going up to it, and I was like, I'm a little nervous because, you know, he's working. And I have to get in line to talk to him. But <laughs> I think when I got to him, I was like, okay, let's just just ask. It's just a question. And, you know, I asked him if he if he wanted any prayer. And he said no. Um, and I was fine. But what was really cool is the manager right next to him, he was, like, listening. And he was like, hey, come over here. And we went over to him. And he was like, yeah. And he pulled out his prayer journal, like, that he had at work. Oh, wow. And then, like, I saw, like, he opened it. There was, like, so much writing. Like, he was flipping pages. He knew exactly where to go. Um, And he prayed the blessing over us. And mm. it was so cool because I was, like, not expecting that. And it was our, well, for the evangelism activity, it was the first place we went. So I think God was really, like, okay, I'm going to pray this blessing over you so that you can go all out and be ready mm. and just be open. So, like especially since like that was the first encounter we had on that day like that was so cool seeing like oh man it was so spirit-led like we we didn't overcome to this ross but someone blessed us Mm. and it really like prepared the day um going all out and just yeah just like being spirit-led that day so Mm. that was really cool yeah to me i think that's a real picture of how god wants us to view evangelism he doesn't want us to view evangelism as something of oh i should do this or i oh oh, i feel obligated to do this but he wants it to come from a place of overflowing and so for a lot of your stories it's like god 
gave me so much. I feel like I received so much or he blessed me so much. And then so your evangelism and your sharing the gospel was coming from that place. And I, I think that's, to me, that's really how God wants us to, to view evangelism is he really wants to fill us up. And then us sharing our faith and sharing about him is really coming from that place of overflowing and not just obligation or duty or things like that. Shout out to that Ross manager too. That's yeah. cool. That's cool yeah. to hear that. I mean, for you guys to see that, like he has a prayer journal at work that he's just busting out and saying, like wanting to pray over you. I'm sure with all that writing, he's probably paying, praying over his workers and stuff. So that's awesome. I, I, I think one of the biggest things that I'm taking away from hearing you guys share that I'm like, oh, I need to put more faith in that is even when you receive no's, it doesn't mean that God's not there. Mm. All of you guys have shared about how you were nervous or, or, you know, people were dismissive towards you or, I mean, and, and this is, I'm not, I'm not saying this to put you guys on blast. We're not keeping score, but in, in your door to door, you know, none of you have even shared like, oh yeah, like this person was so receptive and they said they want to throw their life to Jesus. But in all these scenarios, you guys have gotten no's, but it didn't stop you. It didn't stop you from receiving. It didn't stop you from hearing God and receiving words and feeling blessed or having even more desire to go out and share. And so to me, it's like, I need to take that into my own life in, in knowing that just because a no comes or something that maybe is not the most ideal outcome, it doesn't mean that God's not there and he's not going to show up and, and do something else. And so, um, yeah, think, I mean, I'm, I'm just blown away by, by all the stories. And I know that that's not, probably not even all of them or the most of them. And so, um, yeah, you guys, I, I'm proud of you guys. You guys did an awesome job and, and, and willing to face those giants. And yeah, I I am sure I'd be nervous and I don't know if I would handle it with as even as much maturity and class and um, just, yeah, spiritual maturity as, as you guys did. And so it's a huge encouragement. Yeah, just really um, thankful that you guys were willing to come on and talk about this and share some of your testimonies. I feel very encouraged and, you know, kind of as you guys were sharing and as Brett was talking, uh, a picture came to mind of, you know, one of the ways that we kind of think about evangelism a lot of times is we want to get the yes, right? We want to get the yes. We want to get them to say yes. But sometimes it takes, you know, seven no's before they say yes, or sometimes it takes more than that, right? And so for you guys to step out, even if you were hearing a no, that person is one step closer to, mm. to their yes, you know, and if you guys didn't go out and get that no, then they'd still be in the place that they were before. But because you guys stepped out of your comfort zone, you guys went door to door, you just went to talk to people at Ross or things like that. That is one step closer on their journey to receiving the Lord. And so just want to say, we are so proud of you guys. And we also want to say to any of the other youth out there, anyone else that went on the trip from Magnetic or any of the adults, wink, wink, Marcy, uh, if you guys want to come out, Matt too, Jerry too, any of you guys, if you guys all want to come out and share on the podcast about your trip, what God highlighted, we would love to have you. So this is an open invitation to anyone that went on the YWAM trip. We'd love to hear your testimonies and what God highlighted to you. But Guys, we just want to say thank you for coming on. We know there's a lot more stories, so if you guys something pops up and you want to come back on, we'd love to have you guys on. Just we really appreciate you. Yeah, one last thing. Anybody listening, you know, 
if you want to hear more of these stories or just even to be encouraged or blessed or get fired up, some of these stories fired me up. I'm feeling amped. Go introduce yourself to any of the youth. Ask them about how it was. I'm sure they'll be more than willing to share. You know, like it, it, it's not just going to be here on the podcast, but you could do it at church, wherever you see them. Introduce yourself. They're all really cool. Um, they're even good at talking to strangers. So if you don't know them, then I'm sure you can get to know them and, and you can be blessed by hearing some of their stories that they have. And so, um, yeah, we, we wish we could have all of the stories be told on here. I mean, maybe we could push for it, but I don't know if we have enough time and capacity, but yeah, go out there and, and talk to them and, and, and have them share with you because that's just the tip of the iceberg of, of a lot of stories. Yeah. And a good time to do that would also be at the retreat because we'll all be together for a whole weekend. So if you see any of the youth at the retreat, that would be a great time to talk to them, pick their brains, see what got highlighted to them on their trip, because I'm sure there's a lot more amazing stories. So until next time, may you experience God's heart for you to flourish in every season. Thanks for listening to the Engage to Flourish podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and encourage you to subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify so that you don't miss any new content. You can also check out our sister podcast, Catalyst Stories, available on multiple platforms as well. We would also love for you to check out our church. We meet every Sunday at 10 a.m. at Stanford Middle School in Long Beach.